All right. So on the Mind of a Football Coach podcast today, Coach Allward is back on. Fantastic. Good to be here. Yeah, Coach. Um, it's always good to reconnect with you. Um, you do great work at Goodrich. And uh, talk about your season a little bit, if you don't mind, because uh, I know the last time we were on was before last year. And uh, kind of recap what, what's, what happened. Well, we had a we had a good year. Uh, we came up short. Uh, we lost in the semifinals, state semifinals, to the uh, eventual state champion, who was uh, extremely talented. But uh, we gave him a run. Uh, we just just couldn't get over the threshold to to, to put that in the win column. But uh, our kids played hard all year. Uh, we got better as the season went on. Uh, we overcame. Uh, some shortcomings. Uh, we were better in some areas than previous teams and not quite as good in some as previous teams. And they were able to, they were able to find a way to, to, to come together and, and, and get wins for us, which is, which is great. The work ethic and the, uh, the culture is, is, is really been outstanding here as of late. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you guys have been to the state championship game. You've been the semifinals and just what a, what a what a run, Coach. I mean, that's that's so cool. Yeah, it 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 is. Uh, you get you get greedy. You want to keep going back there, but uh, you know, every year is its own its own deal. I mean, you know, it and uh, it, it, you know as well as anybody that how thin the margin is to get you there, and and you need a few breaks to 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 make it happen. But uh, uh, it does make you it does get you to the point where you want to. Uh, uh, you expect to get back there every year, which is great from a culture standpoint, but it it's also kind of difficult to make kids understand how difficult it is to, to actually accomplish. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean, you got to work all off season for that. Got to work all preseason for that. What does that look like for you guys in the off season? You talked about before on the our, on our first podcast, but what does that look for you look like for you guys now? What does the off season look like as you get ready for, to to get sure. going again next year. Well, we, uh, you know, with, you know, most, an awful lot of our players we share with other sports. And I, I and I love that. I want our kids to play other sports. I, I'm not a fan of uh, specializations, regardless what sport it is. I, I like that they play other sports, but it's difficult after school to get them in a weight room because mm -hmm. they have the practice commitments and so on. So we run our practices, our, our, our weightlifting and our speed work in the morning. Uh, three days a week. It, it starts at 5:30. In fact, it's going on right now, uh, and we'll get, on average, 30 kids there in the morning, and they're all varsity kids except for maybe four JV kids. Mm -hmm. And then after school, uh, it's uh, available for those who miss, and uh, our middle school kids come over from the middle school and they lift in the afternoon. And we have a guy that works with them every three days a week. Uh, you know, he does his speed training and, and agility work with them. And just before they lift, that's what that's our main thing that's going on now. Now, we'll also we try to throw once a week, um, mm -hmm. you know, get kids in and have them throw the ball around. And so we get used to running routes and running routes correctly. Um, and then as we get going, starting in April, we'll start some team building activities. Excuse me. <clears throat> I'm sorry. <laughs> but oh, yeah. uh, we'll we'll do some team building in April and May. And then once, you know, after Memorial Day, it's it's summer and that's, you know, seven on sevens and 
and camps and you know it's it's pretty much full bore all the way through the season what does the summer look like in the state of michigan or as far as what can you do with your players yeah it's uh, it's a little different than i think in west virginia we have we, uh, we're limited to uh, uh six seven on seven contests in the summer uh there's and there's no spring football in michigan so uh and you can only work with uh, up until I think the Monday after Memorial Day, prior to that, you can only work with four players at a time, one coach per four players at a time. Then after after that Monday, uh, after Memorial Day, then you can work with your team if it's a camp or seven on seven. And so uh, that's pretty much where it is until you get into the start of the start of the season, which is going to be like what August. I can't remember August 8th, 9th, something like that this year is their first day of practice. Can you guys do two days in Michigan? Oh yeah. Yeah. You can, you can structure that all you want. You're limited to contact practices. Um, you know, other than before your first game, they allow you more, but you're supposed to have, uh, uh, you can have no more than two full contact practices a week. Uh, that's never, that's not really a problem because we don't beat each other up a lot anyway. And, uh, you know, and, and they allow you to go thud so you can actually, you know, you don't have to go out there and, you know, two hand touch or anything. You can actually go and hit people during practice. But, uh, we, we generally go once the season starts, we'll have two real good work days and then we'll have two, what we call pro, uh, and pro days there in helmets and shoulder pads. Uh, and that's kind of that's kind of uh, uh, lets the kids know that yeah we're going to go hard but we're not going to go to the ground. So and that's pretty much where it works. Okay. Yeah, here in West Virginia we have flex days, and we can't ever make we can't make full contact with flex days. We can't hit a body. You got to hit a bag. Uh, oh really? Which. If you're in helmet shoulder pads, I don't know why you can't hit a body, but I guess there's some reasoning for that. Well, yeah, well, you know, you you always wonder who's making these rules, but uh, usually it's lawyers, I think, to be to yeah, be honest, yeah. And you know, some of the some of the changes that they're making, I'm for, because uh, mm-hmm. we want our game to to continue, uh, you know. But I think that uh, just like most things, there's generally an overcorrection, and I think some of the areas are getting into an overcorrection to a certain extent, but, uh, you know, I, I, I'm all for the blindside hits, not, you know, being taken out of the game and they, they, uh, a lot of those things were unnecessary. I mean, they were fun to watch on film afterwards, but, uh, some poor soul got depleted and that wasn't a whole lot fun for them. Yeah, so. no, not at all. So, you know, as somebody who's watched a bunch of your film, we text and we, we obviously talk in the podcast, how do you keep your team so physical without a bunch of full contact days? I know, you know, back in 70s, 80s, 90s, you could just melee each other in practice, right? I mean, that's yeah. just what we did. Uh, it was it was different. There's no doubt it was different. You you thought there you were weak if you needed water during the game during oh, practice, geez. but yeah. uh, it's crazy. Uh, again, those those improvements are good. Uh, you know, running our offense, running the ISO is, is more of a mindset than it is a repetitions. Okay. Um, you, you pretty much have to, you have to instill in your guys, you don't run right. You're going to get it again. And that's what we do. Uh, if you, if you're shying away from a block, you can be assured that you're going to have to do it again. 
and uh, it's it's a mindset. And uh, once we get the guys understanding that, we're you know we'll start out hitting bags, and you know everybody can hit a bag. And then uh, once we once we uh, get them to hit the bag in, in proper velocity, then we'll put a person out there. And when that drops off, we of course point that out, and they get the they get it they get it. And uh, uh, you know everybody wants to spread it out. It seems like and put people in conflict, which is a great idea. But uh, we like to put people in conflict by hitting them in the nose and, uh, uh, and and time after time after time. That that's when we really start to move. And that's what sets up our play action pass. And, and we get, we'll get big plays out of that, but it all comes from that mindset of, uh, uh, we're, what we do, you practice one week to defend, which isn't enough. Right. Yeah. And I'm with you coach. I'm totally with you that you have, you're, you're making the defense, the defenders make a decision of, do I want to fit this properly over and over and over again? Exactly. It's, exactly. It's much different than playing RPO style. Exactly. When they're used to, they're used to guys coming out in the flat and they're trying to get leverage uh, to the, to the boundary, to the, to their landmarks. No, this is somebody's going to come knock you in the dirt and yeah, and time after time. Yeah. It's, it's much different. That's why the people that generally defend us the best are our league teams, teams that see us every year. Right. Um, because they know that if you don't bring it, you're not going to have any success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you have a system that you run, which is really, really cool to watch that we were texting earlier this, this past week, and you were just saying, this is what we do. And that's so cool how you have just, you bought into that, and this is what you're going to do. Talk about your commitment to it, because, I, you know, I, that can be hard sometimes as a coach. Well, we got away from that a few years back. Uh, we had some, we had an extremely talented a group of in, individuals who could run and they were, uh, you know, you know, they're playing at division one schools now, which we don't get division one players. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, I, you know, I got away from our, what we do and trying mm-hmm. to take advantage of their talents and with moderate success. I mean, we still won some games, but we, we lost our identity. And, uh, and, you know, after that last year that they were with us, uh, I had a good group coming up that uh, wanted to reestablish themselves, and so I went back to uh, what we what we do, and, what, and we have that identity. We have always had that, and uh, I think every offense has to have an identity. I think you have to you have to be good at something, or at least something to hang your hat on, something you're striving to be good at. Um, and if you throw the ball, that's great. Throw the ball. Uh, but be good at doing that or be good at, at, at making the reads that you need to do to be successful. And, you know, which in, incorporates, of course, the pass pro and all of that kind of stuff as well. We want to run the ball at you and we don't care that, you know, what's coming. We talk about it all the time. Uh, you know, year for years, kids are saying they know what we're running. I said, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. And now they but there's one thing to know what we're running and another thing to know how to stop it. And, uh, you know, we're perfectly content to get four or five, six yards play. Mm. We're more than, we, we love, we love 12, 14 play drives. Mm. We just, that just, that just takes the, that just takes the heart out of your opponent. And, uh, um, over and over and over again, you just, they just, you just keep coming at them and it's, it, uh, you can see by the fourth quarter, we start to take over. 
Mm-hmm. How do you practice that? How do you practice those long drives? We're getting ready for those long drives. Yeah, well, you know, just like everybody else does, we we try to eliminate all pre-snap penalties as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, we try to vary we vary our snap counts as much as possible in practice. Uh, you know, we've done it a bunch of different ways to try to get kids to understand that they have to focus. But uh, you want, you know, like when we we run takeoffs, we haven't done it and we didn't do it last year, but I'm getting back to it this year for conditioning where we're run, you know, we'll run takeoffs and they're basically a 40 yard sprint. We run a play, but mm-hmm. you know, against against uh, uh, um, cans or stand up dummies or whatever. Basically, they have to have uh, 20, 30, 20 perfect plays because mm-hmm. we can't when you're looking when four or five, six yards of play is OK with you. Mm-hmm. You can't get five yard penalties. Right. Those are, those are drive those are drive killers and if you want to establish and what we hope to do is establish line scrimmage establish that where people have to commit more people to the box to stop us and then we open up our our play action and if you can't do that if you can't execute on that level consistently then you got issues mm-hmm. yeah and I'm, I'm with you i think the long drop a long drive is a good thing my philosophy of football is very similar to yours and that's so different these days that used to be the norm and now it's flipped yeah. where it's the complete opposite of what most oh yeah are. yeah yeah we're the new guy on the block it's like really i mean that's that's what i say is when we get into playoffs uh, if we haven't seen this team before where all they've seen us is on film mm-hmm. that's generally an advantage for us i mean you know we uh, two years ago, we played a team that was as talented as any team we played, and they did, they had an idea what they were going to do against us, but they'd never seen us before, and so it wasn't effective. And we, you know, we were fortunate to to get up on them and and beat them. Uh, and but if we'd played them, you know, ten times, uh, that probably that might have switched and gone the other way by the time we got right. through the tool. Yeah, and it's different, like you said, it's much different to see smile on film and say, hey, I'm going to do this. This is my plan. And then to execute it when you're actually playing them is a different different world because you're not the scout team anymore. Those are guys that are yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. And 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 like you say, if you're the guys taking on our ISO and you're going to see it time after time after time against the guy that's used to running it time after time after time. Right. Uh, pretty soon you can just see the guys starting to back up. And yeah. uh and we've had, and that's, that's, we know that. And so the, that's what we're looking to do. And uh, uh, that doesn't mean that we're not going to come out sometimes and throw them first down or second down. You know, we try to be a little bit, uh, uh, you know, tricky, I guess, but I don't know how many times I've kicked myself uh, after we'll, we'll go all the way down the field and we'll get into the red zone. And I'll decide I'm going to coach myself and go play action. And it's incomplete, get behind the down. So we end up having to, go for fourth, fourth and whatever, or kick a field goal, you know, where we've just been able, we've owned them all the way down the field. And then we tried to get cute and uh, it's uh, not a time to get cute. If you've been successful. Yeah. That's a great point. Throwing the ball first down is a hard thing for me. Mm -hmm. If you're running the ball now, obviously the, now your percentages go into the, Hey, if you scout us, they're running the ball on first down, say getting certain calls. But man, if you're getting 
four to five, uh, that's hard to throw it. And if it's incomplete, you're second ten. Now you're. No, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, I totally get it. Usually, though, the when we do that, it'll be first play of the game, first play of the half, first play of a series okay. type thing. Try to keep them on their heels. Or once we cross midfield, when we feel like we're four down territory. Okay. Uh, if we get a first down and in, in, uh, you're into the field, then uh, then we might come out and go. Uh, we might throw on first down because we know we got three to pick it up. Mm-hmm. So. What? Where is four down territory for you? Where does that start? Well, you know, it, I, it, I guess it depends on how you know how our defense is playing. Our okay. defense uh, is has been playing really well as of late, and so you know, we, we anytime we get around. Uh, midfield we're we're getting real close and okay. I've, I've i've rolled the dice sometimes i've done a dan campbell a couple of times and uh, but uh, uh usually we're going to be past midfield mm-hmm. but like i say if our defense if our defense is is playing lights out then we're, then we're, we're going to lean on them a lot more than they probably want us to but uh, right. we do yeah well that's your son so yeah, yeah. So yeah. I can blame it on him. You you know, him. All you got to do is, you, you know, shut him out, we'll win. And of course, right. he says, you score 50, we'll win. So That's right. That's that's fantastic. So what are your thoughts on going for on fourth down like the Lions are? My goodness, they went for it all the time. I mean, that just seems yeah. like, geez. Yeah, well, again, that's, that's, that's who they are. Right. And I never, I never fault somebody for being who they are. I mean, I'm sure that just like anybody, any other Monday morning quarterback or any any football coach mm-hmm. decides to be a Monday morning quarterback, if if you knew it wasn't going to work, you probably wouldn't have done it. Amen. But uh, uh, I, and I'm sure Dan Campbell wouldn't have done it if he knew it wasn't going to work. But that's who they are. And right. uh, and that, I think that's a great thing. Yeah. They, and it got them there. I mean, that, that yeah. kind of mindset got them to the NFC championship. Yeah. Exactly. They might not have been playing, worrying about playing that game. Then, you know, just be thankful you have the opportunity to make a call because you what you've done in the past has gotten you to that point. Mm-hmm. And this and this is a, another it's, it's not on this line of thinking, but how do you get your like you've already designed your offense, like what you're thinking to do for 2024? How, when does that start for you? Like, is that right after the season? Do you give it a couple weeks? Like, what is that? Okay. Yeah, really, actually starts during the season, previous season, you know, it, we, we'll make some changes, we'll put in, we'll put in something new if we think it really has merit. But then we'll also have things that we think, well, that's going to take a lot of time and a lot of reps to change. So we're not going to do that. But that's a next year thing. That's an off season thing. And you. so it, it's it, it's an ongoing process. But then as soon as the season's over with, to try to uh uh, get over and lick the wounds because if you, you know there's only one there's only one team that's happy about the end of the season mm-hmm. and uh, lick your wounds a little bit and uh, get happy you know after the postmortems the woulda coulda shouldas and if I don't only uh, then you get into planning for the next season and that's that's so that that kind of gets you out of that funk and gets mm-hmm. you ready and it brings back that hope and that excitement for the next next go around. So that's 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 what I've always done. I jump right into it right afterwards because it's uh, uh, it's it's better than sitting around moping about what could have been the previous season. Yeah, the woulda, coulda, shouldas, I shoulda. That that's hard after the season, man. That really. Is. Oh yeah. Semifinal game, I threw a throwback screen to a, a kid that's going to Michigan from uh, our opponent, 
you know, it wasn't supposed to go to him. You know, right. I, and I, I never should have called the play. It's a very high risk play, but uh, you know, we were, we were down, uh, we were down by four points with three minutes left to go. We just got to stop. We're deep in their territory and we needed to make a play. And I, oh God, I wish I had that, wish I had that call back. But, um, you know, I think every coach has those. You have things that if I only not done that, or if I had only done this and, you know, it is what it is, uh, you know. But your thinking, the way you call plays, has worked so many times. There's ob- there's going to be times it doesn't work because that's just the way it work- goes. <laughs> you know. Well, but- there there was really no reason for that kid to be there. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, I you know, I'd like to think that they scouted us that well, but uh, there was I did, I just think that he was just taking a play off, and he's having to be in the right spot. Right. And and our quarterback's not supposed to throw it to him, obviously, but you know, he just. Right. But if I don't call it, we don't have to worry about it. Mm. Yeah, and it's that's the fine line of calling plays, isn't it? It's, hey, I can call this base play over and over again. I'm getting success, but then I want to try to get something else, right? I want a bigger play. And, man, that's just – that's the art of play calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, let's, let's face it. If they, if that kid would have played the coverage that uh, that they've been playing all game long or done been where we expect him to be, we'd have had – we'd have been – We'd have had a big play. I don't know what it would have been, but it would have been because there was absolutely nobody over there. But I had right. three kids and one uh, one opponent, and the one opponent's one came off the ball. Well, he's going to Michigan, so I think he's he's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he's he's not bad. He's not bad. Uh, have Michigan's season. I'm a huge Michigan Wolverine football fan. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, coach. I mean, I was in tears when Mike Sanders still picked that ball off to basically seal it there against Washington. I'm like. Yeah crying i'm sitting there yeah. in the room by myself yeah they're uh they're 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 that is a huge year as a huge year for them it's so good for them because they've been uh uh you know they you know they've been listening to the ohio state people for so long and now they got up they got up on ohio state last couple of years so that's kind of that's a good thing you know i am i'm a i'm a michigan fan to a certain extent but i'm not really a uh, my dad was a big time Michigan guy, I got you. Uh, but my son, uh, you know, my 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 daughter in law and my daughter went to Michigan State, so I'm not really a state fan either. But I'm for anybody from Michigan that does well, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And you're a former Husker, so I mean, you got to. Well, yeah, that goes without saying. I mean, and, uh, but that you know, that's another conversation we're going to talk about Nebraska. No. Yeah, but they're going they're going to be better this year. They're going to be better sure. this year. I got the number one quarterback in the country. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be better, and uh, you know they're 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 good in wrestling. Obviously, they're good in volleyball, and then uh, look at they're having a great basketball season too in the Big Ten for Nebraska. So hey, we'll see we'll see what happens. I'm uh, I, you know, just I'm just getting tired in the college game game day when they hold all those signs up behind the announcers and somebody's. I'm watching a Michigan Ohio State game before the game, right? And some guy back there has a, th- a sign up says Nebraska is a volleyball school. What what's he even doing in that crowd? Take that know, sign he, down. Yeah, he's just there to irritate me. So. Oh my goodness, man, Nebraska! That was my. I remember when they were making that run in the '90s. I'd watch them all the time because they were on TV, you know, all the time, and they were yeah. so good running that eye option, and man, they just destroyed people. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a 
you can see a lot of that in our offense. That's for sure. Amen, Coach. Well, thank you for coming on early this morning and doing this with us. It's always a pleasure to speak with you. Not a problem. Thank you. Have a have a great day and and uh, best to, best to all of you and everybody out there this season. Yes, sir.